All right, guys, welcome back to the Establishes Pass podcast presented by Clutch Points. I'm your host, Blake Level. With me, as always, my co-host, Dylan Rankin, back here uh, looking ahead to the NFL draft, but doing so with comps. Dylan, love the comps. Um, try to figure out who are these guys going to be like. They're not going to be these guys, but who are they going to be like? And we're going to specifically focus in on the quarterbacks for this one because as we've talked about leading up to this, there's a lot of quarterbacks that seem to be in play pretty early on in this thing, and um, it's going to be kind of fascinating to see where these guys wind up. But it is kind of a – it's an interesting group because I think you, you see some pretty wide variety of opinions on some of these guys. Um, I think Will Levis in particular comes to mind for me, um, just seeing all the, the different, again, thoughts out there. And But there's a lot of others, of course, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson – um, all these guys that are going to factor into the mix. But um, as we start to look ahead, Dylan, it, it is kind of – it's always a fun exercise to see, okay, the skill set, what you know, what are some guys they could compare to? Um, not to say they're going to go on or have the success or the careers that some of these guys have had, but w- what are some of the comps we could have? And, and again, this is a pretty – a pretty intriguing group overall. We just look at some of these top quarterbacks. Yeah, it's hard to ever predict that someone's going to have exactly like the next Tom Brady. Like people are joking with Brock Purdy because he's <laughs> drafted so late and <laughs> yeah. has some similar physical tools as a young Brady. But yeah, it's it's very uh, you know it's just fun to do it. Obviously, to look through uh, for all these all four of these QBs, especially after last year where uh, we didn't do this exercise, it would have been tough to kind of do it with um, uh, you know the, the QBs weren't we didn't have four guys that were definitely going to be in the top. 10 we probably could have done this the joe burrow draft with all the other talented players in there but yeah it's fun to just look at more so at the skill sets it's not like you can kind of also it's great here you can kind of combine multiple players into one be like oh he has the versatility of this player and he has the arm strength of this guy so um probably have a few different names that we'll mention with all of these they're obviously still unique players but it is fun to kind of project what we might see uh based on what we have in the past and now that we have a, a nice Rolodex over the years of our NFL watching, we have some names. I'm sure there are some older players that uh, maybe we didn't watch as much um, that, that could uh, actually be better comps. I'll try to think of some on top of the ones that I have in mind uh, from the last 20 some odd years. But yeah, it's, uh, it should be a fun, you know, we're getting close, only two weeks away as we're recording this to the draft. And uh, still a lot of uh, drama with how this is uh, all going to shake out. It doesn't seem so like at one point it seemed like for sure CJ Stroud's the number one pick. Now it's now it seems like Bryce Young might be again. CJ Stroud might not go number yeah. two. So it's all over the place and good time for the <laughs> for draft talk for sure. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of these quarterbacks. Like I said, we don't know exactly what the order is going to be, but let's start with Bryce Young just for the the fun of it because um, I think not to to deny anyone else, but like he has been the most talked about guy yeah. the past two years now, really, when you think about it, um, in terms of just kind of his, you know, ascent in Alabama and, and the, the prospect he would become. And of course, everyone's talked about the size and all those things. And, um, you know, we, we always find ways to not guys. That's, that's never going to be, um, that's what you do in the draft, right? Like you, you have to bring out the weaknesses. You have to find all the little bitty tiny things that you can knock a guy over for, for, but I mean, it's pretty clear just from a talent standpoint. I mean, there's a lot to like here. Um, some of the comparisons I've seen looking at various articles, um, you know, some people have got maybe Tua, which, you know, that obviously would fit being a, an Alabama guy, not a lefty, but um, still, you know, some similarities in terms of skill set. I've seen some that have talked about, like Deshaun Watson, Pro Football Focus mentioned him. Perhaps it's kind of a smaller Deshaun Watson. I think that's the phrase they used um, for Bryce Young. I, I don't know. Like, he is a 
he's an interesting one because I think, again, the, the size is what everyone's yeah. going to focus on uh, with him. And so if you're comparing him to a, you know, five-year NFL veteran right now, it's probably not the exact same. But um, if you're looking ahead and trying to figure those out, there, there are maybe a couple interesting ones you could look at that, that maybe fall in that range, like I said, a – Smaller to John Watson or is that two have also been another one that's been mentioned. Yeah, the athleticism of Bryce definitely sticks out when you think of some of the names you said there with Deshaun and in terms of a smaller version of him. Russell Wilson was one commonly brought up, I think. That's true. That's uh, another one. Yeah. You know, a guy that doesn't want to run necessarily, but has the ability to do so. I think, yeah, if, if you take the size part of the equation out for a second and just think, though, of his how uh, supremely accurate he is in the middle part of the field and uh, even up to like 20, 25 yards down the field. I think that's where the Tua comparison for me could come through. One that I thought was interesting that isn't necessarily the player himself because Bryce is much more athletic than him, but Drew Brees is one in terms of the size and then also the at what he was as a college prospect with his just at elite uh, accuracy that kind of stuck out and it's like there were concerns about his size obviously very different player but it may be yeah this is where i like to combine the two we got the athleticism of a russell wilson kind of mixed in <laughs> with the anticipation the and the poise and yeah i mean talk about a guy that throughout his time at alabama a lot of qbs there have been fantastic obviously over the few years over the last few years and guys have been really poised and don't seem to be like like the moment's too big for them think of even this past season, uh, former Alabama and Oklahoma quarterback Jalen Hurts, how cool he is under pressure. But I think Bryce Youngs has that similar kind of heartbeat, and that's another good comparison, I think, to Drew Brees, a guy that didn't really have uh, any time in his career where uh, it seemed like the moment was too big for him. Maybe some you know injuries ended up costing him late in his career, but nonetheless, a guy that all, all the time seemed uh, like the moment wasn't too big for him. So between all those things, yeah, uh, you know, Bryce doesn't have the, you know, a, a massive cannon of an arm, like maybe the next three guys that we're going to talk about in the same kind of fold. But I think in terms of uh, if the thing about that's crazy about Bryce is like if he wasn't as short as he is and he's not short, you know, just in relative terms for a quarterback right, in the NFL. So, yeah. um, if he was, though, like 6'2", would, this wouldn't even be a conversation about who the number one pick is, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it would be pretty clear um, just based on what you know what we saw him do at Alabama. Yes, he has a lot of talented players around him, but that doesn't take away from some of the ball skills and elite plays he's been able to make over the course of his career. But I think, yeah, that's the blend of QBs. Um, some some Russell Wilson, some smaller Deshaun, some uh, Drew Brees for me. Are, those are three kind of uh, mixed together is what we get with Bryce Young here. All right. Um, TJ Stroud, he's an interesting one because, um, again, I – I think this is another one where it's like it's a it seems like a pretty wide range of opinions on what maybe would be the proper one. Now I know um, Cynthia Freeland did something for for NFL.com and I found it pretty interesting. The two that she had is like the the Dak um, Prescott and, and Jared Goff kind of combination, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, interesting. That's an interesting that's an interesting combination, yeah. right? Um, but. I could see like some of the Dak related stuff because I think you look at like you talked about just sort of the um, he can certainly do things out of the pocket, but we also know that he can you know do things with his legs as yeah. well. And um, so I think I, I look at him and I'm just like I feel like he may be someone that like, and we don't know if he's going to go one or or two or whatever, but um, I do feel like he is more of that guy that. The more I look at his skill set, the more confident I get that he's going to be just fine in like today's NFL. 
uh, because, like we said, I don't I don't know. If it's hard to think of what a Dak plus a Jared Goff could look like, but <laughs> I mean maybe, maybe it is C.J. Stroud. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those strange things. And so the more you look at some of those, I mean, I think it's I do feel like he's probably set up, and it's probably situation is always important with these quarterbacks, especially. But um, that was one I found interesting to kind of throw the Dak one in there and maybe it's not Dak plus Jared Goff but maybe it's you know some some shades of Dak Prescott in terms of some of the skills that he has I could see that for sure I you know I'd say that Stroud at least at this point uh we'll see it you know it's a big adjustment going from playing college uh, especially to place like Ohio State to the NFL speed of things but I uh, you know accuracy wise yeah. it seems like Stroud would have the edge there but that's why you know you see the combination here with Jared Goff so I, it makes sense when I you know you think about it between those two um one that I've seen on a few uh different places I think it was a USA Today article they they put in Matt Ryan. I thought that was an interesting comparison in terms of maybe a more mm. athletic Matt Ryan. Um, Stroud, similar, yeah. doesn't want to always run. He's, this isn't a Justin Field situation, but he will if he yeah. has to, and he's very athletic. And he's, you know, think about the run that he uh, had right at the uh, end of the uh, semifinal against Georgia to get them down in field goal range. He just weaving her eyes like it was nothing. I mean, he he can if he has to. So uh, maybe uh, you know, in terms of floor maybe a higher floor here was Stroud maybe not than Bryce Young but definitely for the next two in my opinion where I feel like those other guys that we're going to get to in a sec might have higher ceilings potentially but I think we know for sure what we're going to get with Stroud his prospects obviously in the draft as everyone knows went up with that performance in that Georgia game after not the best showing against Michigan but I I really you know as much as I think Matt Ryan kind of fits in and maybe we we have to think about all right Matt Ryan when he was peak Matt Ryan not uh, the Matt Ryan we have at the moment obviously at the, the, the uh, top of his powers, uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the league for many years for the Falcons. But I really like that Dak, um, Jared, uh, that mix, because I understand like, kind of what it's getting yeah. to. The, the, the size, the build, the athleticism, the ability to run if he has to, parts of Dak. But some of the deficiencies that we've talked about with Dak, with some of his uh, accuracy and anticipation at times, I feel like that's where Stroud kind of fills in and uh as the more you look at his uh kind of clips and stuff that's been posted about what stroud did at ohio state you see that this guy has elite placement deep down the field and that's something that we know when jared has a good pocket he's able to have that kind of same accuracy on his on his deep passes it's so uh, i like that combination and maybe a little more my matt ryan one i think those uh those two are that's cj stroud right there uh, pretty pretty interesting mix there uh, of different skill sets and if you take the best of those both those guys yeah you're going to be really happy with that quarterback all right what about anthony richardson because i feel like he's one that i i honestly like i don't know where to start with anthony richardson um you know certainly following with florida and we talk about a guy again that kind of where the season started got to in the middle started to go back up like it was just it was a very interesting season uh, I think you know his his last year there at Florida now obviously we talked about what he you know the numbers that he's put up in terms of just the the combine those kind of things and um I don't like I don't even know where to start with Anthony Richard I'm not saying it's a bad thing like I just I don't know who I would even compare him to right now so it, he's one of the harder ones I mean there's a reason that depending on uh, in terms of draft board volatility, depending on where you read an article or look at a mock draft, he just has the widest range of outcomes, even though now even the kind of the yeah. p- people that are lower on him have admitted that the potential 
is so enticing that there's no way he's going to fall way too far in the draft. It's just a matter of where he goes. Yeah. I, you know, the one that I think PFF, they mentioned Josh Allen and, you know, that's the ultimate, like, uh, if he hits his percentile of what <laughs> yeah. the possibilities, but, you know, looking back at Josh Allen, it makes sense in terms of he wasn't a sure thing. And we still, we've talked about if he didn't end up right. in Buffalo with some of the QB coaches and offensive coordinators that he had uh, early on in his career. I mean, his development, he, he did not have deep accuracy down the field. He, you know, his numbers at Wyoming and he, you know, it probably helped him to an extent having to play at a place like Wyoming, not always against the toughest competition, but still at times still with not the best supporting cast around him, had to make it work. Yeah. Uh, not that Anthony Richardson went to a small school by any means, but Florida, obviously not the Florida Gators of maybe a decade ago. So I, I, I like that comparison in terms of we keep in mind what Josh was at the time. Um, but, and he, yeah, he has a huge arm. I, some of these other ones, Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz mixed together. That's hilarious. That's the NFL, the same one that the, I <laughs> yes, love that. That mix is great for Eagle fans just to let their brains <laughs> marinate on that. Um, I saw Colin Kaepernick mentioned as a possibility. I think as a passer, Anthony Richardson has better potential. Uh, not, you know, Kaepernick was pretty accurate, uh, but maybe not deep down the field, uh, with some of those Greg Roman offenses in San Francisco. Um, he's definitely one of the harder ones. I think that the Josh Allen one, you know, maybe it's a mix of the, the arm strength of Josh Allen with what Kaepernick could do. Um, I like the, the Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts ones. I'm just trying to wrap my head around how that even like all fits together. But, you know, <laughs> I, and one that was uh, like when they, they first traded up and ever, there was a lot of like smoke behind, I don't know, I, you know, as we've talked about smoke screens in the past with these drafts about the Panthers um, interest possibly in trading up for Richardson a lot of comparison just based on the size and the conference he played in to Cam Newton. I, I just think he's a more, uh, you know, at that time, Cam was probably a better, more accurate thrower. Uh, Cam was, uh, you know, he won a Heisen Trophy. Yeah. But that, that comparison to me is a little, you know, I'm not sure if it, it adds up the same way. But size-wise, yeah, sure. I mean, he's a big dude, um, and you, you see the talent. So uh, some mix of Josh Allen and um, potential, but will he realize that? He has to end up in the right place, and even then, it's often there's a lot of big-arm quarterbacks um, – that are uh, you know prospects that teams look at and feel like they can mold and kind of help them develop the, the, the fundamentals and skill sets to to make it work at the, the highest level and it doesn't usually end up as well as it did with Josh so maybe to temper our temper our expectations a bit here but yeah. um, that that I, you know when Josh was drafted there was not there were only so many people that believed he could become great I, I don't even think the biggest Josh Allen fans in that draft thought he'd become an MVP candidate if they did that's amazing but it just you know you have to think about where we are now with Josh and where he was as a prospect. Yeah, I think that's important to remember. I, I think <laughs> saying he's going to be the next Josh Allen right out of, no, the, out of the, yeah. the gate is probably not a great, <laughs> no. not a great comparison to have. But um, yes, it's all about kind of the skill set and the overall um, looking at that and what mm-hmm. what these guys can be too. Because like I said, they're not going to come in and just be the finished product right away, and they're all going to have time to kind of grow into that. Um, all right, let's talk about Will Levis yes. because. I, the one I've seen the most, and of course Dylan being, you know, around Titans territory, yeah, <laughs> everybody's like, what's the comparison for Will Levis? Well, the one you see the most is Ryan Tannehill. And I think that is scaring Titans fans to a, to an extent because they're like, wait a second. If this is a possibility for us, which I don't know if he's going to get there at 11, we'll see. Um, I think there would have to be a trade up, but even then I'm not sure how the Titans fans would 
I mean, there's no denying the arm, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, the, the numbers are what they are. And like I said, that's, it's much of a sure thing. When you're a quarterback, a sure thing you need is an arm. And he's got the arm. It's just, you know, like I said, it's a matter of what happens. And, and, and kind of, I think, the, the supporting cast, especially right off the bat, if he is someone that gets thrown into the mix right away. Um, I've seen everybody from Ryan Tannehill to Jay Cutler. And, I mean, that's a, it's a wide range. And, um, yeah, so I don't, I, I, this is another one that I don't have a great read on because, again, I think he's the most polarizing of this group just in terms of what people think. And I mean, maybe you can throw Richardson in there too, and to yeah. a certain extent, but like, I don't know what to expect with Will Levis. Cause I don't know where he's going to wind up. And quite honestly, I think where he winds up is everything because I think that will play a big role probably. Yeah. So. It feels like maybe the floor, at least from my uh, understanding from most uh, uh, people that analyze this stuff much further is that even though Richardson and Levis both have high, uh, really high possible ceilings, there maybe Levis's floor is just a tad above. You know, the the range of outcomes for for Anthony could be so. Uh, that's why it's so enticing because he might have the highest ceiling, but his floor is probably lower. Yeah. Whereas Levis, you know, yeah, there's concerns about the accuracy, his strength. Obviously, his arm strength is not. You can't argue that in any way. And it, it's just a hard guy to, to look at because of what happened with Kentucky last year. They were just so much like his as as you know, like the, the numbers between 2021 and 2022 for Levis are pretty strikingly different. Obviously, very different circumstances yeah. that he had a year ago. Um, fought through some injuries. I mean, you can't deny his toughness. Like, the guy constantly felt like he was hurt last season and kept playing despite it. I'm sure that had some impact. Um, the Tannehill one is interesting to me. I just, I don't know if he's he's big and tough, but I, I think he's he's got a yeah, little I don't more. Really see that one. More, a little more versatility as a player. He's able to throw on the run a bit better. Um, yeah, the arm strength part of it maybe, but in terms of who he is as a player, I you know it's hard to say. I'm trying to think of like one that's a little different than what I've kind of seen at these other places. Um, Jameis Winston was mentioned in a one USA Today piece. I like that idea of <laughs> the arm talent and the ability, but sometimes the accuracy and decision-making that kind of doesn't always fit in exactly worth where you want no. it. So I, that one's an interesting one um, for me. But, yeah, I'm trying to think of anyone else. You, you said Jay Cutler. I, that one's interesting for sure, too. I thought Jay, over the course of his career, became a pretty dang good quarterback and improved on his accuracy and decision-making and cut out a lot of things, just some bad breaks for some of those bears teams and some good years where they were really good and just didn't make fight through um, and make the playoffs just because of where the NFC was. But um, that one is maybe, and got another team there in the sec. That's not really a football power in Vanderbilt. So I like that. uh, I like where Jay Cutler went. So I I like that uh, comparison between both of them. Yeah. It's arm strength is going to be fine. It's just, I think with uh, he might need a little time, just the same way that uh, you could probably say that Richardson does. Uh, maybe Stroud and Bryce Young are a little more NFL ready. Um, but I think, yeah, in the right situation um, and with the right grooming, I think maybe you look at Levis and feel like, all right, we can – some of these deficiencies that we're looking at at this point can be optimized. And that's why – who knows if it's something that has to – I mean, there's some – uh, with, with some of these mock drafts recently that have had, or, or even just rumors out there, the Texans have Levis as the number two guy on their board, and if he's there, they might take him. Um, I don't know if it's uh, you know agents trying to just uh, boost up his stock or if it's actual <laughs> buzz about it, but I, I don't deny that there is a lot of potential here with him. Um, but I yes, somewhere between more versatile um, 
Ryan Tannehill and uh, Jameis Winston. I don't, you know, it's it's crazy to go from Josh Allen to that because, again, that is the highest end for Richardson of the spectrum for what he could maybe become. But um, it's not. I'm thinking more of the prospect, Josh Allen. And here, maybe I, I'm not saying that Levis will, you know, be a, a Ryan Tannehill or, or uh, Jameis Winston. He could be uh, have better success potentially. But I mean, Ryan Tannehill won't sleep on him. We, we put him in, in one of our top 10 lists, one of the last few years for NFL quarterbacks after probably the 2019 or 20 season. He has, has been solid yeah. when he's healthy. So I think if that's what Levis is with a, you know, with a little more mobility, I think that could be a pretty dang good quarterback in the NFL and in the right situation uh, can be on a, a winning playoff team for sure over time. All right. So those are kind of the, the top guys, right? Like, I think that's pretty much the group that you would expect is going to go in that, that top range, unless I'm forgetting someone. Um, but I, I mean, Hendon hooker, I think is probably someone that that's going to be higher on the board for, for some people. And of course with him, you know, he's coming off a, a significant injury, but, um, you know, again, NFL teams do their homework and kind of feel like they know where he's at. And boy, it's, I tell you Dylan, it's, there was a stretch there with the sec. It seemed like quarterback play was not that great. And now we're sitting here talking about, yep. you know, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, now Hendon <laughs> Hooker, um, all potential, you know, likely first-round type picks. So um, he's probably, I guess, the next one on the board, again, unless I'm just overlooking someone. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's an interesting one, too, because, like, you certainly saw the system he was in at Tennessee. Now, that was, you know, Josh Heupel, unique sort of up-tempo. The numbers were there. Um, but still, you see kind of what he can do as a quarterback. I've seen some comparisons Deshaun Watson's a guy, too, that I've seen with him. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of possibilities, I guess, with, with someone like Kendon Hooker. Yeah, he was obviously so great at Tennessee. It, it, he's the, uh, in terms of his age, he's the Cooper Cup of quarterbacks because Cooper it's obviously like, yeah, came in the league the, yeah. at, at a decent after, what, um, at 24, 25, something like that when Cooper got drafted. But, yeah, Hendon, yeah. obviously – great player i i think those comparisons definitely work i'm trying to think of if i can like think of a different one that fits in that same mold or any other quarterbacks even in this last well, i'm wearing a ucla shirt right now i should i should shout out dorian <laughs> thompson robinson who sounds like he's going to be going in the there third or go. fourth round um you know i know the ravens were a team mentioned the falcons some teams in that kind of range maybe has a tyler huntley kind of where you feel like all right he's in there he's got a chance to, to be successful as a, as your backup quarterback and um, feel like, you know, at least on a, uh, from a cerebral place, he's as ready as a lot of these guys are with his experience at UCLA and with Chip Kelly and some of the pro yeah. concepts. So I think, um, yeah, I'll go with uh, Tyler Huntley with a little more um, accuracy deep down the field with DTR. I watch a lot of DTR football, but yeah, Hendon Hooker, obviously I, I like the, um, the, the one on that NFL article where they put Daniel Jones. I, I do think that, potentially you know maybe not quite as big um he's still a big guy but you know daniel jones he doesn't necessarily look at then you are up there and he's like a massive human uh maybe that's it's kind of a mix of those two but more so of a of a pure passer so i i'm excited to see where he goes but uh yeah the i'm sure the age thing is gonna factor into where he's ultimately drafted unfortunately yeah, we'll see what happens. But we'll talk about all these other guys and say we may get into a few more quarterbacks as well. But um, a lot of other players we'll talk about kind of in an upcoming episode. We still got a little, a couple weeks for the draft. So we'll talk about that in the next episode, do some more comps for um, other offensive guys, so some defensive guys as well. So we'll get to that uh, here on the next episode, Dylan. But uh, of course, for now, all the draft coverage uh, leading up to it here in a couple weeks. 
It's all over Clutch Points, as is everything else. So let everybody know where they can find all that. Yeah, you can go to the Clutch Points app to the NFL section. All the rumors, news, everything going on, still ongoing with uh, the Lamar Jackson situation with Odell signed there in Baltimore. We got all that covered in the Clutch Points app. Then NFL section of the site, a lot of draft stuff. Uh, we do have a separate NFL draft section now. If you just go to clutchpoints.com, it's right there at the top of the page. We have mock drafts coming out for every single team. Uh, full mock drafts for every pick for all those teams. And then in addition to our uh, every week or two, we're, we got our new mock drafts coming out. Uh, those are featured on our on our homepage quite a bit. Um, if you just search mock draft, you'll find that in all those team ones. Lots of breakdowns of, uh, of sleepers, all sorts of stuff. Basically anything you could think NFL draft, we got covered at Clutch Points. And we'll have plenty more over the next uh, couple weeks, obviously. <laughs> Yep, be sure to check it all out there. A lot more to come, as you said, and we'll be talking about it here on the podcast as well, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use, search for Establish the Pass. And thanks, as always, for listening to the podcast. We'll talk to you next time. You're on the Establish the Pass podcast.